0: Hey, you guys, this is April, also known as a soul coach. This is a 14th episode. This episode is all about starting over. It is a scary, scary thing when you're starting over in your life, and it doesn't matter what age you are and i think that it's important that you continue to reinvent yourself i think about you know janet jackson and madonna and like the legends and how they continue to reinvent and change and that is how you grow in order to expand and to move forward and to get to the higher level you have to you have to change you can't expect to do the same thing over and over again and wanting a different result. <clears throat> that is truly insanity. So in order to grow and to change, you have to move around. And and, and when you're moving around, sometimes you're going to fail or sometimes you're going to fall. And on the outside, looking in, it feels as if people are going to judge you. And they are. And that's just human nature. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what other people think. It's about your opinion of yourself. And if you have a game plan on what you want to do and accomplish in your life, you can do it. One of the things that I have learned and just about myself in this past year is that I honestly have a game plan this time. You know, before when I decided to go off on my path, there was no game plan. I just went back to school and so I'm getting all these certifications and, you know, starting a business and really just like, I'm just going to do it without really having like a 30 day goal, a five year goal, a 10 year goal. I didn't have any of those things in place, but because I took the leap of faith is and had planted those seeds years before is why I've been so successful now. And when I say successful, I mean, running a business, being profitable. And able to help people. <laughs> and then have. And created the balance of. Having time with my son. Having time with my mom. You know. Um, going to different events. And, and having friends that I have fun with. And then like. I'm not ready to date yet. But when I start dating again. Be able to do that. So it's creating the balance that I need. and But I had to work on that. And that started a year ago. Of self discovery and that to me is one of the biggest parts of starting over. It's really understanding who you are as a person and as an individual, separate from who you used to be, and really standing in who you are right now. And it's hard for some people to see me and be like, man, she's totally different. Like, even in the way I talk, the way I look, the way, like, I look the same. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, like, my energy is totally different. And, and I speak differently. And I have all this knowledge that I totally set aside and forgot about and I'm like man let me speak this into existence let me let me share all the knowledge that I have and I've gathered throughout the years and let me share and let me be an open book and and let me help people on their path and I am just so excited and so happy about me finding who I truly am and I want that to I me being on my journey I want that to help the people that come, the people that are close to me and also the people that I help via my clients. And I also wanted to plant a seed and program my son into being the best little man that he can be um, based off his talents and not continue to allow people to use his talents to make them wealthy. And I just want him to be an individual. I want him to be a critical thinker. And I don't want him to be programmed in thinking that you live for the weekend. You work nine to five. You go to school and then you retire in 20 years and then you're on a set income. I don't want him to have that. I want him to understand the importance of generational wealth. I want him to understand that you have to make sacrifices at first. And then, and then be really smart about finances uh, I want to teach him all these things. He's only seven, but I'm, like, teaching him to save his money, and, like, he has a wallet now, and, like, like those kind of things. Like, spend money on things that you really need, not things that you want. And he's pretty spoiled, you know? He's the baby on both sides of the family, and I don't want to get on this whole tangent about my son, but what I put in him I want to put into other people and just having a conversation earlier today with uh someone that used to work for me he was just like we were on the phone literally for 36 minutes and it was non-stop like and he's like gotten all this knowledge I said well have you read this particular book and I was like yeah well you need to read the first he's like oh my goodness you're so right April and then it was just like an effortless conversation because we were bouncing ideas and knowledge off of each other and it's a great feeling to have those kind of conversations with people because they are on the same frequency as you as you grow as you evolve you start pulling people that are like you you start getting people around you that you can feed off of and it's a great feeling because it's motivating and it's also the spirit uh, letting you know that you're on the right track and for me in this point in my life it's really hard for me to have low level conversations. I will switch to conversation in a minute because I feel like I'm dumbing myself down when I'm talking to someone of low energy. And I just won't do it anymore. And for me, I don't want my frequency to lower. I want to continue on a high frequency because I want to attract what I want to attract and manifest what I want to manifest. And I can't do that being around people with low energy. And that's why I'm very careful about who I talk to on the phone. Who I have in my life, who I spend time with because you have to be of the same frequency as myself and in order for you to evolve and move and start on your journey and start over and to do all these things, you have to have self discovery and i didn't even realize that until a year ago who I am as a woman and what my and what I want my legacy to be and in this year i've made tons of sacrifices, but next year twenty nineteen all of the physical manifestations are going to come because i spent a year not worrying about what other people think now i'm in a position to to manifest the physical things so let's get started on how to start over So this week on my Instagram, I posted a year ago. In that post, I was like me giving you a short version of like what happened a year ago. And it was in the end of September when I left my last job. And I was only there for a year. And the reason that, because, okay, so let me back up. <coughs> in two thousand and. 14 I left my job of four and a half years which I was making a a ridiculous salary and I walked out because I was stressed and I was going through postpartum and it was just a lot going on so in 2015 and 2000 and uh half of two well 2014 the end of 2014 because I quit in May and then like all of 2015 um I went back to school. I moved back home with my mom. And then like, I got my son, like he was already in, he never switched schools. He just stayed uh, in the private school that he was in. And I went back to school. I was a stay at home mom. Like that's the thing that I focused on because I, I knew that God was putting these things in me to be on this path. So that's why I went and got, you know, the life coaching certification and I was uh, studying hypnotherapy and uh, like all these different things I was just learning. I was studying world religions, like just really like putting into what I thought God wanted me to do and be. <clears throat> I became an ordained minister, all of that. So in 2016, my money, like I said, I was broke and I was like, I've got to make some money, and I was like, "You know my business is not doing what it should be doing i i 'm not getting clients. I was getting some here and there, and I was like, This is not enough to take care of me and my child so I, um, so I put my resume out there, which I knew that it was going to be like Crazy town as soon as I posted it, and it was well, magically, uh, one of my bosses that I had from years ago. Um, it was so funny because when I saw her name in the email, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, this is full of Star girl." So I went in. The well, crazy part about it is that I went in for another position. And the person at the time was, <clears throat> I knew at that point that I could not work for her. But I was just like, let me just scroll through the motions or whatever. So that particular weekend, because I went in. For the interview on a Friday. And I knew that I was not going to be able to work for this person. Because I was like, no. Because, you know, I'm very intuitive. I can read and so forth and so on. When I walked in, God had already spoken to me and was like, that's going to be your position. Like, this is this is where you're going to be. And I'm, and then when I met the boss, I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not working for this, this chick. Because she was just all over the place. And so I was like, you know, okay, here you go. But that's not, that's not what's going to happen. So, I was going away to Destin for the weekend. So, I went for the weekend, had a great weekend, came back, and then literally like a week or two later, I didn't hear anything, which I was happy because I was like, no, I'm overqualified for this position anyway. But I needed to get some income coming in. So, about a couple of weeks later, I had an email, you know, from her boss which used to be my old boss from back in the day. And I saw the email and I saw her name and I just started laughing. Then she sent me a voicemail and I heard her voice and I was like, oh my God, this is insane. So I called her and we were chit-chat on the phone she said I think I remember you because this was like a little while ago and she's like well come in and so forth so I was late for my interview (laughs) like I'm never late for any well that's not very true if I'm out with my friends I'm gonna be late but like when it comes to business I'm always like early or on time and so I was late and I'm like why am i late and I didn't you know, I didn't feel right about being late, but I didn't let that discourage me. I went, did the interview and when the second she saw me, she was like, April <laughs> And I was like ah! And we were just it really wasn't even an interview. She basically asked me, she's like, Well, the person that you interviewed is leaving and you and I need you to take her position. And I started laughing because I was like, God had already told me this when I went in the interview with this woman. And I was like, okay. And so we, she pretty much was talking about salary at that point because she already knew. She's like, you got to fill out this background check. And I was like, yeah, I'm not worried about any of that. And she said, but I need to find out what your salary because the company that you worked for previously, you know, <clears throat> I already know your salary was high. And I was like, yeah, you know, but I totally understand, you know, whatever. So not only did she get me, you know, what I was making previously, she uh, added a, a few a few more thousand dollars onto it which is like amazing and i was just pretty much blown away i didn't know at the time that she capped me off for that position i didn't know that was like the highest cap that you could have i didn't know how the the money goes and the salary goes for different positions in that company well within a quarter maybe three to four months she left the company. And um, <clears throat> and I was upset because I was like, why are you leaving me? And she said, don't worry about it. I'm going to come back and get you. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, um, I ran into her about a few months after she had left. And she said, so how do your new boss work? And I just kind of looked at her and she's already, you know, I heard about it. She said, I can't, I can't hire you right now, but I want, you know, I want you to stay ready and, you know, continue doing what you do. And I was like, of course. So within that time. I was making a name for myself. Like, you know, the CEO of the company was like writing me nut letters. It was insane. Like I came in boots around it because I took uh two years off. So I was already refreshed. I was energized and I was ready to roll and I was rocking and rolling. It was just like second nature for me, right? And I was terminating people and getting the right team in place and organization and doing what I do. Okay? <clears throat> well, um, right before like right at the year mark you know my previous boss uh contacted me and I was like no I'm gonna stay and she's like okay and so that you know I was like no I'm not gonna leave right now <clears throat> because I really was on fire I was getting all this recognition and accolades and I was like I'm not leaving this it's too good and it was easy it was a piece of cake I was bored but it was easy fast forward right at a year mark my new boss was like, I need for you, um, I'm going to promote you. And she said, so I need to know your salary. And when I told her my salary, she just kind of looked at me like, right, and she's new to the company, right? And she's like, oh, okay. And I didn't think thinking about it because I didn't know what the cap was. So in order for me to take this new position, it was like double the employees and triple the work. It was like a huge deal, <clears throat> And she literally went to corporate and they were like, no, she cannot get another penny, dime, nickel or anything because she is at cap. And she came back and she's like, I I, I can't even like you can take the job, but you won't get a, a, a salary increase. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <clears throat> not doing it. Nope. And then that's what shifted our relationship is when I didn't take that job. And I could just see a shift in her and the way that she treated me and the way she acted towards me. And it was just like, okay, that's cool. I understand what's going on. I'm very intuitive. So I can read. I know when somebody is just like, mm. so I made a lateral move <clears throat> to, to a different area. And in that area, in the city like I was working on um North Shore and then I moved in city because I lived in New Orleans so I was like oh it's better for me to be in a city instead of traveling to the North Shore which is the suburbs of New Orleans <clears throat> so I took the job literally three weeks and walked out <laughs> just like that three weeks and I was like no I am not going to go down this rabbit hole again I am not going to be miserable I am not going to come to work with tears in my eyes because I hated it so much like I did with my previous job I'm not going to do it God did not put me on this earth to be miserable and to withstand the drama that's going on that was left from the previous person this chaos It was chaos. I needed to fire the entire team and start from scratch. That's how bad it was. Well, anyway, um, I walked out and, and it wasn't something that I I do when I work for a company. I normally give my two weeks notice and, you know, do things the right way. I was sitting there at the desk and I was looking around and spirit was yelling at me and was like, This is not this is not it, April we needed to get you uncomfortable so you can get on your path because I had it pretty easy for a year. I'm not even going to lie. I had the great team. I had all these accolades. It was a piece of cake, but God was like, you're getting too comfortable and you've gotten away from what you're supposed to be doing. And I did. And God will shift things in your life to wake you up. And that's exactly what happened. And even after that, I struggled like trying to find my way. Like I don't know what to do. And in and long story short, God was just telling me, April, you need to get on your path. Stop wasting time. You need to. And I didn't know what my path was. Like I thought it was this, but it, then I thought it was that, and then I was confusing myself because in my idle mind, the devil was playing with me. He sent someone in my life to distract me. And then he was like, we can't, I'm talking about the devil. We can't allow her to be on her path because she's going to start saving people and helping people. So we got to create chaos around in her life. So she gets off track and that's exactly what happened. Spirits at me like, look, you need to get on your path. I'm going to knock you down. You need to figure it out. And then low energies and devils like, okay, so you have this distraction over here. And then like you, you just got to. We just going to put my feet like the dark energy was like overpowering me. (laughs) And I didn't trust God. I didn't trust like what he was telling me to do. I didn't trust it. And until I surrendered until I was like, okay, tell me what it is. Let me listen and let me obey. And then, like I mentioned before, it was just like this overhaul like God was like. I'm going to take you underneath my wings. I'm going to show you that you're protected. And I'm going to allow you to be on your path. And that's exactly how I was. A year ago. Literally. I remember the Halloween. Like like it was yesterday. Like my son had a fall festival out of school. And I was just sitting there. Like miserable. I was like antisocial. Because I wasn't worried about like how I'm going to take care of him. And like what I'm going to do. And then like. I just was, I was just felt so lost. And I was like, how did I get myself back in this position again that I'm like, man, I just cannot continue to work for somebody else that is utilizing my talents and I'm not going to do it. And I just, you know, after that Halloween, I just surrendered. And after that, God just really lifted my life and I had hard times you know and and up until like 2018 I was like I don't I don't really know what to do and then like right after the new year God was like psh, 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 and all these things started happening and I was like oh my god all I had to do was surrender all I had to do was surrender and let go let God and listen and obey And that is the hardest thing for somebody like me with an A, personality. (laughs) I am used to being in control. I'm a natural born leader. I have always been the boss in all my jobs. um, Since I was 20 years old. I was running um, businesses and traveling and doing, since I was in my 20s, you know, and I'm just like early 20s, like 21, 22. And I'm like. How do I not be in control right now? And it was the hardest thing and lesson for me to learn at the time because I needed to allow. And I needed to stop working in my lower energy, which is ego. Caring about what people say and um, trying to to live a particular lifestyle so so people can judge me the right way like oh she's doing this and oh she's doing that you know and just not really caring about what people say and doing what i wanted to do because i was i was scared i'd allow fear to come into play i allow fear to come into play because i didn't want anybody to know that i was a psychic i didn't want anybody to know that i'm an empath i didn't want anybody to know that I had these gifts that I've always had that I hid, you know, even in relationships, I know when somebody's lying to me, like I know if you're over there, if you're out in the streets or fucking around, like I know, I feel it, I know it, you know, and then I've always been able, um, spirit connects to me via my dream state. So I get these epiphanies and I get these things, you know, in my dreams. So I've always had that from friends to relationships, to people I should not should be messing with. Like, I've always had this, and I hit that part of me. And that part of me is what God wanted me to show. So I'm sharing this story because I want to give you guys steps on not allowing ego, fear, judgment to stop you from living your best life. And living your best life is whatever you want that to be. For me, living my best life is freedom and creating balance during the week I bust my butt doing things nobody knows that I do I am I've written several books I have like done a million things towards my business because God is like you need to do this you need to do that my dad who's passed away in 2011 came to me in a dream and was like you need to start writing like why haven't why did you stop writing and I'm like, man, I guess I got to start writing again, right? And then so, and that's what I've been doing for the last two months. It's just like writing like a maniac. Even my son looks over my shoulder and he's like, you wrote all of that? Like on the computer. And he's like, man, that's a lot. And, um, and it's because God's like putting these things in me. And then that's what made me start the podcast in August. Like he's like, you know, just listening to what God is telling me to do. Like I'm doing conjured candles um in another week. I'm doing my pre-orders uh, the weekend of Halloween. And it was just like, okay, so I'm dropping my ebook on Friday. Like it's these things that, you know, God was putting in me. And these are all these sources of money besides my clients that are coming, that's coming in. And he's been trying to tell me this for months, but I really wasn't listening. So I don't want to ramble about my journey, but I just wanted to give you some insight on like, I'm a coach because God wants me to be. I'm a coach because I know I have done this many lifetimes before. And I think I was a medicine woman. I think that I, it's not what I think. I feel that I was a medicine woman. I feel like I worked with a lot of children because I love kids. I feel like, um, that I am recreating uh, in this lifetime, the things that I didn't finish in my previous lifetimes, and that that's why it's so important to me to be on this journey now in my life. And that's why God gave me the son at the time that he gave me my son. Um, all of this leads up to me helping and being a light to the world for other people to come, just being a light that I am and I'm shining that he illuminated me with, um, Is for other people to come to me and to help them on their path. And to create the balance that they need. I do not want anyone to feel the way that I felt working at a job that I absolutely hated being at. Drinking so much to the point that I'm like, I have to numb this pain because I hate it. Because my spirit is telling me. This is not where you want to be. And and to be smarter with leaving and to be a little bit more like to plan out and to come up with a strategy and to come up with a game plan and don't just walk out of a job without having another one, but really like creating a space um, so that you can move and so that you can move on. And not get to the point that you're so fed up that you're just done. And also to have people around you that support you. And not take from your light so much that it depletes you, but actually have people that gives to you. And that is something that I've learned over the past year as well. I was dating somebody that totally depleted my energy and it was a distraction from what I needed to do. When I start uh, the, the discovery of self-love, um, like I talk about in my book that I drop it on Friday. When I started on my journey of self-love, it's when things start coming to me. And when I valued my energy more than someone else taking from me, that is when God was like, I'm going to bless you some more. Because I was depleting myself to help other people and not give it back to me. And to the point that I was a dead battery and I couldn't give back to nobody to the point that I became a hermit. I became a hermit from November of 2017 until July of 2018. I kid you not. Like, nobody seen me. Like, I didn't go anywhere. I I was working. I stayed at home. I was reading. I just was like, I have to rebuild my energy and rebuild my light because I cannot be a vessel to other people as long as I'm complete, as, as long as I continue to allow people to use my light. It's like my juice. You know what I'm saying? I know I got the juice. <laughs> I know I got it. As a matter of fact, I know I got it. And in order for me to be able to spread my light and, and uh, get the juice and give my juice to people, I got to give it to myself first. So this podcast is for the men and women that uh, feel depleted. The ones that are like, you know what? I've got to do something. And this is the time right now. I got to do something. This podcast is for the people that's like, I have to work. I've got to, I have a family to feed. What's my next steps? What do I do? This podcast is for the people that are stuck. The people that are stuck in complacency. The people that are stuck that have dreams, but don't feel like they can manifest them. And they don't know how they can do it. And if you don't believe that you can do it, you won't do it. This podcast is for the people that know without shadow of doubt in their mind that their life purpose is bigger than what they've been doing at this moment right now. You're looking at yourself and you're looking at your life and you know what? My life is supposed to be better and bigger than this. And I've been playing myself. Stop playing yourself. And it's going to take Isolation It's going to take you losing friends It's going to take you getting talked about It is going to take People judging you And you need to block all that shit out You need to block it all out Because on the other side of that Once you do the work Once you do the isolation Once you get those negative people out of your life Once you put your fingers up And you set those boundaries And you start going on the route you're supposed to go That stuff's not even going to matter I can promise you it's not going to matter. It used to bother me because I couldn't call my friend. I didn't, you know, want her to feel like I was ignoring her or that she was no longer part of my life. You know what I'm saying? And I just remember on Instagram, if she's listening, she knows them. Like I sent her a message and I said, you know, I'm not in your life the way I used to be, but I just don't want you to think that I don't love you because I do, you know, but it had nothing to do with her. It had everything to do with me in me having self-discovery and me tiptoeing people back into my life and making sure that they are in my vibration and making sure that I don't feel less than when I'm around someone and 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 depleted when I'm around someone so I'm very particular you know I changed my phone number for a reason I changed my location for a reason I changed all these things because I wanted to I'm single because I choose to be you know, the last guy I dated drained me so much of my energy. Like, literally, I was like, oh, my God. And looking back at it, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> How did I allow him to drain me so much? And he was my twin flame. So, that was en- another story <laughs> of another day. But at the en- But at the end of the day, though, like, I don't care if it's a twin flame soulmate or whatever you want to believe. You don't allow anybody to drain your energy like that. I was so eager to help him that I wasn't helping myself. So anyway, let's get started on the steps on how you can start changing the things in your life. Alright, so on this journey that I had of self-discovery and self-love and just starting from scratch, I had to surrender So in November of last year, and I talked about this previously in other podcasts and even on my Instagram posts, that I had to surrender. And surrender meaning that I surrendered to God, to spirit, to the universe, and allowed you know, that to the spirit to lead me and allowing and trusting on that. You know, you hear it all the time, like going like God and you have to do that. And if you don't believe in God, which I have no judgment, you know, you have to understand there is a higher power and uh, so, uh, submissing to that, you know, whatever you call Yahweh, Buddha, whatever, and allowing spirit to work in your life. Every person on this planet has a path. And a lot of us are blinded to our path. We are programmed uh, to have this blanket over us. And in that blanket, you're unable to listen and to hear and to see what God wants you to see. And... I believe in reincarnation. I believe that we reincarnate several times until we get it right Until we stop our reincarnation. Uh, this is something that I've seen. this is something that I've felt. This is something that I experienced, so I 've never been here at times before. And you think about a lot of the children nowadays, you know they say, "Oh my God, the kids are so old. they've been here before. I know my son has definitely been here before because the things that he says and the way he acts, and it's just like he has an old soul, and I even have an old soul my spirit is young but my soul is like old if that makes any sense but anyway um because the people think I'm uh, way much younger than I am and it's not because of the way I look because I, I do look young but I'm just saying that like I do look younger than I am but my spirit is, is young I think I was like 10 years behind I think I was born 10 years too early I really do <laughs> but anyway um I'm I'm saying all that to say that you know reincarnation is real to me because there's things that I connect to. One of my spiritual teachers actually which was, which was my Reiki master who taught me Reiki, uh he said that, you know, to me he's like you had to be a healer in another life he said. You know, we connect the things that we're familiar with um that our soul is familiar with and our soul our higher self start taking control of the will when your higher self start taking control of the will um and taking control of the will of your life uh then you start developing these gifts whether well, the gifts that you're starting to develop is things that was already implanted in you and so i was i was uh, led to reiki and now I'm being led to be, you know, um, conjuring and, and led to be into the herbs and the earth and the botanical and, and, and things like that. I'm getting led to that as I'm following, you know, God and a uh, spirit is talking to me and telling me, OK, well, these are the things that you need to do. You need to be in your power and even connecting to different spiritual entities uh, is uh, something that you're familiar with as well. Because I have, I I don't really want to get into that right now, but you know, when you're on your path and you start surrendering, um, things start developing in you, you start, uh, sensing things. It's because your higher self is wanting to take the will. And when you are not in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing, your life will be chaotic. And it might not be chaotic to the point that you can't function, it'd be like, you know, deep down inside, there's this voice telling you that this is not where you belong. There's this voice that's telling you, you have more to do. I was in several different positions with companies, and I had my friends and family more excited about my position than I did because I always knew the field that I was in was not where I was supposed to be. So I never got caught up in a title. I never got caught up in a salary. I never got caught up in the accolades I received because I just always felt that there was a blanket over me. and, and I felt it deep down inside. So I want you to do a reality check. I want you to think about where you are in your life. It doesn't matter where you are. And think about are you living your best life? Are you where you're supposed to be? Do you feel like you should be doing more? Do you feel that... The career that you're in is leading you to where you want to be. Do you feel like, man, am I being a service to other people? What kind of imprint am I leaving for my children? What am I leaving? What kind of legacy am I leaving for them? Am I, you know, just working to work? Am I really building? Am I saving? Am I investing? Like, what am I doing? Take that reality check. Get that gut check. And once you... No, because you already know (laughs) then then you ask God you surrender and you let it go and you're like hey and I tell you exactly what I prayed for I got on my hands and knees and I said look what I have been doing has not been working for me I have been in control and it has not been working I have been comfortable I've been complacent but I never felt like I was settled in my spirit. And God I want you to show me. Exactly what it is that I need to do. And I'm surrendering to you. Because I don't. I don't want to be. In control of my life anymore. And. When I said that prayer. Literally like. Immediately. God came to me and was like. Let me show you. And he spent. Months. on. Raveling and revealing to me all these things that I'm like that was in plain sight that I couldn't see because I was had the blanket over me. And he lifted the veil off. He lifted that blanket off. And I was able to see things that were right in front of me in plain sight, right? When you do that, I promise you, God, Spirit, Yahweh, ba- Buddha, whoever you believe in is going to show you, but you have to be patient. And you have to let him continue to work with you. If you questioned it. Be like oh no that's not going to work. Then you're blocking it. We get in our own way so many times. God continues to help us. And try to guide us. And we get in our way every single time. Because we think we're in control. And we also think that God is separate from us. God is not separate from us. God is within us. And our higher self spirit is God. And it's whatever you call him. But it's real. And. That is when you, when you surrender, that is when you become free. And that is step one of starting over. So I'm adding all these different interludes. (laughs) (laughs) in between my segments because I'm trying different things so you guys just bear with me I'm only on episode 14 and I have so much more I want to do with this podcast but for right now I just want to continue to be consistently posting stuff on Friday so just bear with me it's only going to get better and I promise you I'm going to add a guest (laughs) It's not going to be just me continuing to ramble, but I just want to make sure that I drop these gems as spirit is telling me to do. Like I used to have this agenda of like, oh, I'm going to talk about this this week, that this week. And I did that and it doesn't work. And it's really God's like, okay, this week you're going to talk about this. This week somebody needs to hear this this week you need to listen you need to talk about this because you have experienced this, and then somebody needs to hear that when you are putting yourself out there via you know instagram and uh, in your in your podcast it is also the vibration of my voice and uh, in connectivity to people that need to hear these things and when you Put yourself out there, and you and you want uh to make sure that your message is, is out there. It is bigger than you. You are a vessel that God is using to help people. And so I'm not sure who's listening to this. Uh, I have like over 500 listeners. I don't even know how that even is possible, and I'm grateful. But the thing is, I don't. I I care, but I don't care because I know that God is connecting the people to my podcast. I need to hear what I the message that I need to tell so in order for me to be a vessel I have to listen to God. So I'm trying all kinds of things. Like I'm going to do this great uh 20 um episode thing. I'm not going to tell you about what I'm going to do. But anyway, that's my plan, but who's to say episode 19 God's like, "Look, I need you to do this, this and this on episode 20." So right now, I'm going with the flow um and I'm just being a vessel. So you guys like bear with me with like you know, any kind of background noise and so forth. I really want to invest in this podcast, but I want to get the first 20 episodes out of the way and then really step it up. And and it's all about evolving and changing. So the last thing that I want to talk about on starting over is after you surrender, you actually need to listen. And I know that this sounds crazy. And I mean, it's like a dumb moment, like, of course, you're gonna listen, but you actually listen, think about the times that God has tried to come into your life and try to get you to do things and uh uh change things in your life, and you know that you need to change them, but you just choose not to because you're comfortable with the way things are, and you know steve Hardy, Harvey just said something um I saw either on Instagram or something or or whatever he had this video, and he talks about being uncomfortable. It's like if you want to succeed in your life, you got to work in uncomfortable reality. That's even a word. Because being uncomfortable is how you shine. When you are comfortable and you're complacent and you already know what to expect, you do not grow. And that's a fact. Um, when you are doing the same routine year after year, month after month, day after day, you know, hour after hour, you already know that at 530, I'm going to get off and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to eat dinner because my wife is going to cook, you know, and then I'm going to, you know, at seven o'clock, you know, go to bed. There's something wrong with that. Don't get me wrong because I have a routine with my son. However, I change things up. And not only do you have to change things up, like, you know, with your morning routines and, you know, things that you do, your daily routines, but changing things up in your life and and being uncomfortable. And one of the things that one of my uh, friends told me, actually, my twin um, Flame told me in the beginning of us dating, he told me straight up, he said, you're supposed to do something that scares you every single day and I'm like I don't know about that bro you take a lot of risk <laughs> too many risks for me but like but then I think about it now and I'm like he's right because most successful people take risk uh, I was listening to a podcast uh by Russell Branson and uh he is the one that uh invented a sales funnels or so click funnels um you know when you go onto a website and then you know you get pulled in like oh you get this free book but you know for like 40 dollars more you can get this and you add on that that's he created that he has a podcast it's amazing i just started listening to it and he said that uh one, uh one of his friends was talking about showing up every day and i talked about this last night you know with a friend of mine slash client and we were just talking about showing up every day and it doesn't matter if you fail you still get up and you show up you know when you own your own business it's the scariest thing because you have to create um you have to create every single day and you have to stay ahead of your competition and you got to know your competition and not only that you got to be distinctive from your competition so what makes you know, the clients come to you and not go to them. Well, you got to stand out. Well, what do you do? Well, you got to stay involved. You got to stay studying. You got to educate yourself. You got to do this. You got it. And it's constant. Every single day is something new. Every single day I'm going to fail or I'm going to win. And then I always choose to win. And some days I win and some days I fail. But the days that I fail, I still get up and I still show up because I'm uncomfortable. It's not like when I'm working a nine to five and I go, I clock in and then, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I'll have challenges. Don't get me wrong. I'll have like team conversations I need to have. I need to terminate somebody or so forth. However, I already know that at five I'm getting off when you are doing things that you are uncomfortable. Um, when you are uncomfortable with, that is how you grow. And and then, you know, with step two of really changing your in your life and starting over is going ahead and listening to what God tells you to do. If he tells you to write a book, write the damn book. If he tells you to go and play your music at this particular time, if you're a musician, then you need to go do it. If Spirit and God is telling you to do these things and you're sitting on your hands and waiting for this magical moment to happen, it's, it will never happen for you. It doesn't work that way. You have to do the work. And it's not even about working hard. It's about working smart, but you still have to do the work. You can't sit down and think that... God's just automatically gonna bless you like people that i've worked with talk about i really need to manifest more money in my life we all need to manifest more money in life especially myself but getting in the routine of really saying affirmations are you saving the money like how are you with the money that you have already are you managing the money that you have already? Then why would God make you a multimillionaire if you can't even handle the money you have right now? Because what happens when a lot of times these lottery winners win and they can't even handle $20,000 a year, let alone $20 million a year. And they are broke within five years because they haven't learned how to manage their money. So all that being said, listen to what spirit is telling you to do. Obey. And obey means, okay, if God's telling me to go left, I need to go left. It's just like your guardian angels when you're, you know, about to avoid an accident. And you go a different route from work because you were meant to avoid that accident. It's the same thing. If God is telling you, you know what, April, you need to go over here and you need to write this ebook Because somebody needs to know this and learn this. Then you need to do that. And then from that income comes money. That's how you manifest your money. Or, you know what, you need to start conjuring, you need to start getting more products, you need to do this. Well, what do I need to do? Well, you probably need to do candle magic. You know how to do that. (sighs) Okay, God, let me do that. And then you do it and then there's more income. So it's those kind of things. You know, when you are on your path and you're listening and you after you surrender and you're listening, God is going to give you the tools and every single time he's going to give you the means to happen. I have I'm telling you, this is the most insane thing in my life. This is the first time I literally have been making money off my talents without having another job. It is actually blowing me away because I never thought that I could be where I wanted to be. And that's another thing. Like, you got to believe it. And now that I believe it and I'm in it and in my power, God's like, okay, let me show you and bless you. And it's the same scenario with you. You have to believe that what God put in you is for you. And your path is not going to look like anybody and everybody else's. So stop following everybody. Listen to God. He's going to pull people in your life to listen to. You take what resonates with you and you continue to move on. There's no blueprint for success. The success blueprint is you listening to spirit, you following, learning, teaching, giving. As you learn, you teach. As you grow, you show. Because that information is not only for you, but it's for you to share with other people. I always drop little nuggets on my Instagram because I want to share things. I share things because I know that I wish I had that when I was new, you know, on my gifts. So let's wrap this up on starting over. Just a couple of steps on what you need to do. <laughs> As I wrap up this podcast, I definitely need to tell you about something that's extremely important as you start over and start listening to God and really be on your life path. Um, When you are accelerating and you're ascending and you're moving forward and you're getting on your divine path, do not think for one second (laughs) that the devil is not going to try to take you off that path. Like I had mentioned before, and even in previous podcasts, when you are divinely guided, you are going to be under attack. So it's important to make sure that, you know, you protect yourself. I'll be selling protection candles uh, in a couple of weeks. So well, oh, Halloween weekend, I'm doing pre-orders, which is uh, important to protect yourself. Um, you can do protection baths. Um, you can pray, meditate, can you know envision that you are surrounded by white light and the reason I said that is because I mean as soon as I finished this last segment I had to get my son off the bus and literally like I had a conversation in between the segments and it was just just that fast the devil used someone to shift my energy And I found myself getting pulled into it. And it's always the people that's closest to you. That will try to pull you off your path. Because the devil knows who to use. He's not going to use some enemy or some stranger in the street. He's going to use the people that's closest to you to get you off track. Do you think that the devil wants me to have this message out for you guys? No. Fire signs. Leo, Aries, Sagittarius are the main signs that are always under attack and I'm not even sure the exact reason um, but I do know that fire signs are naturally intuitive and they um they have a very no-nonsense attitude and they are very expressive and I'm not saying that other zodiac signs don't have that. I'm just saying for fire signs, they, they normally are an attack and everybody knows that I'm a Leo. And then I'm a divine, guided Leo, which means that I am always getting hit upside the head with people that are close to me that just feel like they have to put me down because there's something in me that bothers their spirit. And at first, I could never understand that. You know, going through school and, and jobs, there was just people that just despised me. And how do you hate me? <laughs> like, I couldn't understand it because I've always uh, worked with uh, grace. I was always fair boss. I was always uh, considerate. I was everything that I wish I my boss was, would be, that I was. And I always had a few employees that just despised me, that hated me. And as I got on my spiritual journey, I realized that it had nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. And and the devil will definitely use people to jolt you out of it. And even the people that you love the most can piss you off like no other because anger and jealousy and ego and all those things are low vibrational energies and is used to get you off your path when you are in light and you do it and you mean no harm to anyone and you're light and you're guided and divinely guided you're going to be under attack but you have to know well first of all you need to recognize like oh they mad like they big mad Okay, what they mad for? Oh, they mad because I stem. That's them. That has nothing to do with me. You can't take it personal. You cannot take it personal. Like I literally had to be like, I need to take a breath before I do this other segment. Because I'm really impissed. And I'm like, Why am I mad? Oh, because you felt like you needed to attack me for no reason. Okay. Let me let me realize what this is. Let me stay focused and you know. And continue on this message because nothing's going to stop me, and that is how you have to have your mentality to be. You can't be weak, you can't be meek, and you have to be um, standing your truth with strength. The most powerful women and men are always under attack, and it the only the strong ones handle it with grace. And uh, the ones that don't understand a power don't handle it with grace. I mean, you can see that in our presidents, the president now and the president prior, and how they handled criticism. And you think about how you want to be seen and looked at. You know, people think that strength comes from getting back at that person. I'm going to be mean, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them back, and I'm gonna get them told, and I'm gonna. Strength does not is not carried with going off on somebody that's not strength strength is not going tit for tat that's not strength strength is being able to be like oh so this has everything to do with you and nothing to do with me so i'm going to continue on my path and you can continue being your anger and misery because that's low vibration energy and i don't want any parts of that because we are vibrating higher over here because higher means light higher means God someone allow you to be in that low vibration energy and then you wonder why you look around in your life and it's chaos you wander around and you look around you look around and you wonder why your life you always have issues and problems and drama and your health is bad and all this stuff is going away because you are not living in light you're living in the dark and you're living in low vibration energy i don't want no parts of that someone to continue over here in the light i'm gonna continue in this high vibration when you surrender you have to know that god's got your back You got to know that you're covered. You got to know that you're protected. You have to understand that you are going to be under attack. That comes with strength and being in your power. Recognizing it and moving the hell on. Just like I did. The old April would have went because I have anger issues, I'm a Leo, I'm a fire sign. I know I, I I pops off, and sometimes I can I've learned to not be emotional. I've learned to hide my emotions. Uh, one of the things that I've been reading this week is uh, it's audiobooks. I've been listening to it. It's a Forty Eight Laws of Power, and they talk about they can't be emotional and be strong and powerful. Being emotional and being in power doesn't even it doesn't even go together because people already know what you're gonna do and they already know how to predict you they already know how to pull your buttons and 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 be on your buttons when they already know how to trigger you so you had to be, have a poker face and you had never can let your opponent know how you really are doing and feeling and that to me is is power and uh, it does the same thing as you uh, ascend on your spiritual journey, like you can't just tell everybody about your spiritual journey yet, especially when you're figuring it out. Like I said, I spent from November 2017 to July of 2018 in seclusion, in isolation. I wasn't isolated from my family and people that loved me, but I was isolated from the world because I needed to figure out who I was. And as I figured and, and, and navigated through my spiritual journey, that is when I'm like, okay, now I can speak my truth. Now I'm comfortable in and putting myself out there because I know I'm gonna be attacked. I know that people are gonna come to me and be like, Uh, so you are a psychic or something? Like what are you doing? And what's a life coach? I remember telling my son's father, I like, listen to this podcast. Like I got. I let him listen <laughs> to the first part of a podcast and he just was like a deer in headlights. He was totally confused. I know that I can't talk about any of that to him. We can talk about our child and then we're gonna leave it at that. Because it's so over his head, it's so over his understanding that I can't I can't shift him because he's he's in who he is, right? And that is what you will realize um as you start living in your truth. Not everybody's gonna understand it, and it's not for you to push on anybody either. And but live it anyway that's what comes with having no judgment you I can't judge him for things being over his head that he doesn't have an understanding like he can't judge me for things he don't understand do you know what I'm saying like so there should be no judgment low judgment is low vibrations you live your life for you and you do no harm to others and you plant good seeds And that's what I've always done. I'm not mean to people. I don't cuss people out. I don't do any of those things. Because I know the karma does not miss. Karma never misses. And a lot of people. You know that work in low vibration. And anger and jealousy. And hate. And all of this other stuff. Allow them to work in that energy. And don't allow your higher self and you on the survive path to get pulled into that energy and then i'm going to leave with that you know how to reach me soul coach underscore on instagram my new website to be up in the end of the month i'm super excited about that you can always email me soul s-o-l-e mail at soul one <laughs> we missed that up <laughs> so funny so s-o-l-e one o-n-e at mail.com um shoot me an email tell me what you think about the podcast um it's on apple shopify and anchor you guys enjoy your weekend surrender obey and allow and do not allow any negativity or the devil or any low life energy to stop you from living your best life because it is divinely guided thank you